Amen. Welcome, everybody. If you guys are just tuning in, you've been prayed for, and we are ready to jump into the message. And I'm excited, like I say every week, to have the privilege to share it, because I believe it is a privilege. And so we're going to jump in with that. I just want to say good morning. And just uh, how many people are ready to really receive a great blessing from the Word of God? You know, I think a lot of it is, is that we need to have our hearts open and receptive to what God's going to share with us. And, you know, it really ties in with our title today, Remember. And we're going to be driving that home today. And I I think it's really going to be a blessing to you. So how many people remember different things in their life? You can just go right back, you know. I was thinking when I was putting this message together, I can remember my first day of school. Anybody else remember the first day of school? Okay, what about that? How about, uh, how, I don't know, some good stuff you, you can remember. I mean, we're focusing on that. You know, first date, first car, you know? First, first day of school, first day of high school. Last day of high school. <laughs> Any of those things. So, you know, a lot of times we talk about remembering and looking back. And, and I think it's great to look back and remember and pull from those situations the great things and build ourselves up in, in, in the Lord and strength. You know, David did that many times. He would go back and look back what God had done, done for him in his life. I know in my life when I'm going through a struggle or, or striving through something, I have to calm my heart, seek the Lord, and say, well, wait a minute. If you brought me through this, this, and this, surely this is not big, too big for you. You know? We, we had some great songs that we sang today. You guys did a great job of, of just lifting your voice to the Lord. And we're thinking about all those things, remembering who God is, what he's done. And I pray that this is a message that's just not for Sunday, but it goes deep into your heart that you can pull from this each and every day. Does that sound good? So I want to go on through a few things and, and just, just talk about this. It just kind of started this week. How many people got some good friends they haven't seen in a while? You know? Isn't it amazing when you get a few minutes just to reminisce and go down memory lane? Well, this week, uh, I was really blessed to sit down with a, a couple of friends of mine, Mike and Terry Walters. Hadn't seen them in a while. I just kind of see them in passing. And, you know, they, they were part of my other life. Does that, that make sense? You know, i known them very, very long ago and stuff, way before I knew Christ and things like that. And we just had a good time, and they're great folks. But today, you know, this week, they got to see the, the, the difference that Christ makes. Now, let me tell you what. That doesn't mean that your pastor sitting up here and he's got it all figured out and he never misses the mark. I'm going to tell you what. That is not the case. Mm-hmm. But I tell you what, I do know this. That you know what? There's power in the name of Jesus, like we sang today. And I want to tell you, and I'm preaching to me first, and I'm preaching to anybody out there listening or anything else. You know what? Today is a new day. We turn from yesterday's sin and move on with the grace of God today. If that was not uh, capable for us to do, you would never see me stand up here. You know what I mean? So I want to bless you in knowing that, you know what? God is full of grace and mercy, and his blood is still good enough to cover and take care of. Let's do this. Annihilate our sin. Amen? He doesn't just cover. He takes care of that. So I want to say that. So when we go out a little bit, we met our friends at a restaurant. We were just going down memory lane. And man, I tell you what, see, I've only been married like 20 some years. 22. I know exactly how many. But anyway, um, and what I see is they, they knew me a lot longer than that. And so then when they were bringing all these stories and stuff, and my friend said, man, I remember when I started, I, I heard that, 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 you know, the Lord had got a hold of your life. And I said, well, what did you say about that? He says, you mean Bud? <laughs> he was just being honest. He goes, you mean, you mean Bud? And then he said, I heard it again. And he said, I said, good for you, man. See, we got to celebrate those things. Now, now, as I was telling them things, we talked about the old days and everything else. But what I found out when I start sharing things about my life 
It all tied back into the Lord because that's my life. How about you? You know, it's great. We do family things and everything. Else, but I could never go more than two steps without coming back to the cross. I could never tell a, a, a full story without going. But man, this is what God has done. And what, what I saw on my face, that I, my friend's face that I know well was, wow. I said, you got time for another God story? He goes, yes. And I would share about the Lord telling me when to go to the hospital and visit people and different things like that. And when God was, would say this and do this and all these different things. And I, I was, and next thing you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like standing in my living room. I'm just going, and man, and God, and God, and God. Because you know what? That's what it's all about. That's what brings us life. And then he was just going. This is what many of my friends say. This is a common theme. Translate Buck Row all the way down. He goes, dude, you couldn't even make that up. <laughs> That's what he said. Dude, you couldn't even make that up. I'm not making up anything. I'm lifting up what God has done in my life, what he's done in our church family's life, what he's done in others' life. And I, I love going back through those things. I, I, I am thankful to remember those things. I want to encourage you today, no matter what you've got going on, remember what God has done for you. Anybody ever been waiting on a doctor's report? It gets long. The week gets long. The month gets long. Remember what God has done for you. How about for the child that just doesn't seem to be taking the instruction? How about for whatever the case it is, the, the folks that you work with, the, 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 the time you're waiting on the job, whatever. Remember that God hears your prayers as a child of God. Remember that God is working all things together for the good. So just to save a little time, I want to unpack a few things. If you got your Bibles with you, um, you can turn to Psalm 77. We're going to really focus on this verse right here, uh, 7711. But I want to unpack those other verses real quick. The psalmist was writing, and his heart was crushed. He had been going through a lot of different things. We can all relate to that, can't we? Some hard times. Everybody has had hard times, will have hard times. But the good news is God's not done with us yet. Amen. And he began to cry out to the Lord, Lord, this is going on and that's going on. And, and I think each and every one of us, you get a chance this week, look over that. I think this is such a heart pour over it. I think we can relate to that in our life at some time. Man, I was there. I was there. But in the middle of the psalm right here, verse 11, it's like a, a, a switch flips. And he remembers. Look what it says. He says, I will remember the deeds of the Lord. Yes. I will remember your miracles of long ago. And the whole theme of the song, song flips. I'm here to tell you today, when we remember all that God has done for us and count our blessings and look at that, it can flip the switch in your life. Now, I'm not going to say all the pain goes away, all the trouble goes away, but our perspective changes. And you get in on what God wants you to receive. God starts speaking into your life. You, your, your eyesight changes. And what I mean by that, your spiritual eyesight changes. And he starts giving you 20-20 in the supernatural. And you start saying, wow, there is some good in that. There is some good in that person. There is some good in this situation here. Right? Even in the midst of things saying, man, it's pretty dark. God continues to shine his light through these things. Let's go back there again. I will remember the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I will remember your your miracles of long ago. He made a decision, didn't he? He made a choice. I will remember. I want you to hear that today. 
Are you at that point? You say, you know what? I'm tired of plowing backwards. I'm tired of rehearsing the hurt. I'm tired of saying the same old thing. I'm tired. You know, Dave said this many times going through this. He said, don't tell you, don't tell people how big your problem is. Tell your problem how big your God is. Is that right? See, that's, that's a change in perspective. That's a change in heart. Even though he's still walking and we're striving and we're walking. He's like, I will remember what he's done. I know how big my God is. Amen. So keep that on your lips, on your heart, and in your situation. And I want to tell you, things will start changing. You know what? Because it changes our whole attitude about what we're dealing with. It changes our whole attitude about the people we're, we're dealing with. I just came back to my mind. One of my buddies that I've known for a long time ago was talking about, I said, how's your mom and dad doing? And they live, you know, pretty far from here. He said, yeah, I was talking to my mom. And she said, you know, she's thinking about changing churches and doing all this. I said, yeah. She said, heard all the same old stories, same old thing from the preacher. She's just, you know, just needs something new and stuff. And he said, I told her, I said, Mom, why don't you pray for that man? Why don't you pray in that situation right there? Because I'm here to tell you, I've been to a lot of different churches and everything else. And if God's leading you there, that's great. Make sure they're preaching the word of God. Guess what? It all ties back to the cross. It should. Okay. So he said a few months went by and he says, Mom, what's going on? She said, oh, honey, we just got back from church. Let me tell you what. She said, boy, our preacher's on fire today. Boy, he's really getting with it. I tell you what, I'm so glad that you told me to pray for that man. Now, I'm kind of smiling. But you know what actually happened? Probably a little bit of both. One, I don't know anybody don't want some prayer. Amen. I'll take all you want to get shoved this way. But it also started working on her heart. She started perceiving things a little different. Instead of attacking the man, she's praying for the man. Instead of, you know, I won't say cussing, but instead of tearing the man down, she was lifting him up. Amen? Guess what? God started opening her eyes to things in the freshness of what's going on. Next thing you know, you couldn't you couldn't chisel her out of the chair. She said, oh man, I'm telling you what, and next week we're going to do this and this and this. She got a fresh perspective because she started remembering what God had done in her life. She started to speak the word of God and the promises over the congregation and all that. You see, sometimes we are so short-sighted, we got to approach it from, but I'm going to pray for them. Well, you know what? It usually starts right here, doesn't it? Lord, help me to see things differently. Lord, help me to have the heart and the mind and the eyes of Christ to folks. Amen? One of my friends at work that usually doesn't say a whole bunch to me, uh, good, and I don't mean that bad, just kind of does his job and everything. And this was a blessing to me. He says, you know what, man? I've worked with you a long, long time. And he said, I know we get at it sometimes. and we're, you know, Because people, I work, I work in a close, I mean, you're right there. And i got to depend on you. Or somebody's going to get hurt, or you got to depend on me. And I work with some amazing mm -hmm. folks. We get on each other's nerves. Do y'all get on each other's nerves sometimes? I'm just being honest. It's like family. I know this one's background. I know this one. I know how this one doesn't like that. I know how this one loves it. You know what I mean? You kind of know every nook and cranny that you possibly can from just hanging out with them. Also realize this, that you're with them more than you're probably with your family. And so I remember we, we went through this little thing a while back. And he says, you know what, man? I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> he says this. He says, I'm going to tell you why you're living. Not going to come to your graveside and tell you, but I'm going to tell you why you're living. He says, you know what I love about you, buddy, tell me. I said, I'm thinking, I have no idea. He said, over the years, you were so quick to forgive. 
I didn't really realize that. I, I, I pray that I, I'm working on it. He said, you don't hold no grudges, man. He said, you know, you just, you just, you know, you just let it ride and keep on going. He said, but you don't let nobody push you over, do you? I said, no. See, so it can be done. When I mention these stories, I am not elevating money. I'm elevating how God has been working in my life. There's a million other things that he needs to work in in my life, okay? But you know what? To hear that was a blessing. And I said, you know what? Thank you, Lord. You know, I told him, I said, thank the Lord. That's the Lord. He said, man, I remember when you was a rock and roller. I remember when you was in karate. I remember all the... See, he had seen my life and things going like that. But then they started to see a change in your life. Are you seeing a change in your life? Some days I see great change. I'm going to be honest with you. Some days I go, who is this guy? Who is this guy that has been so blessed and says something so stupid, does something so crazy? But I remember. I remember that God says, you know what? You're still mine. I remember that God says, you know what? I'll still use you. Come back to me. Amen. I want you to hear that today. Everybody doing good? Say amen. amen. So we're going to look at about four things today that I think will help us grow in our faith. First off, I want us to remember who he is. And when I say he, I mean the Lord Jesus Christ. I mean God Almighty. Everybody good with that? So I want to kind of just do a little background, a little soul searching, and a little question to ask him. You guys just right here and just insert yourself in the story. First, how do you see God? Have you thought about that? Do you see him from a worldly view? Do you just see him from experiences that you have? Do you see him only from what others have told you? Or have you seen him from what the word of God says about our Lord Savior? How do you view God? Amen. I'm going to roll through this pretty fast. I'm just going to give you some, some things to, to chew on. How about this? How would you describe, how would you describe God to somebody? Think about that. How would you, you guys got a couple of ideas there? How would you describe, I don't know nothing about anything. I was like, well, who is this God you're talking about? What would you say? I just wrote a couple of things down. Would you say, he's my heavenly father. He's the creator of the universe. He's, he's my savior. He's love. Or would you say, he's always out to get me. I'm not good enough to really speak on that. I, I don't know. Or would you say, well, you know, maybe they don't know. I want you to identify those things in your life today. Kind of putting our finger on our heart today as we go through it. Who would you, how would you describe God to somebody? How about this? How often do you remember who he is? How often do we remember who he is? Think about that for a second. What I mean by that is this right here. When a situation arrives, do you remember who you have in your corner? Do you remember who's got your back? See, when we remember who he is, it grows our faith and it puts the proper light on the situation. When you feel like something's hopeless, it's real nice to have God's word on some situation, don't you? It's real nice to have somebody come along and say, you know what? We'll keep our eye on the prize. They might not understand exactly what you're, you're going through, but you know what? I pray God brings godly wisdom and counsel and people that love us to speak life into our life when we feel like we can't take another step. I don't need anybody, and I don't think anybody else needs anybody. When you got a, a hurt toe and they go, man, that thing's probably going to turn green and fall off. I can do bad on my own. I'm not saying we 
make things up. Sure don't want to lie, but can we find the goodness in that? Now, my dad would probably say, well, if it does fall off, you got nine more. That's not exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> but, you know, you can say, hey, you know what? Let's see what's going on. Are we getting the right care? Are we doing this? Hey, look, let's pray about this. Now, you know what? Sometimes we just get so overwhelmed on the problem. Amen? How many know David had a lot of problems in his life? And most of the problems that David had, not all, but quite a few, he, he kind of did a little self-inflicted things to bring them on. So what do you do with that? Do you continue to beat yourself up? Because you can. Man, the devil give you a big old glove. Here, here's another boxing glove. Boom, boom, don't forget that spot. Boom, 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 boom. You know what I mean? <laughs> Way laying like that. Boom. You know? Or do you say, hey, stop. That's enough. That's why I'm preaching this message today. To remember in your situation, in your shortcomings, and my shortcomings, Lord, help me remember who you are. Help me remember what you've done. Amen. Look at this. Now, many of y'all remember this. You remember when Moses was getting ready to, he had to burn in bush and God sends him on back to, to free his people. And it goes on and unpacks a little bit. And he says, well, who do I say is sending me? And the Lord says, I am, I am. You can read right through that if, you, if you're not careful. You go, I am, what does that mean? I'm going to tell you what it means to me. He says this, you know what? He's not the I was, I'm going to be, I'm the I am. God has an amazing way, because he is God, to say just a couple of words and just encompass everything that you can even think of, you know? See, us, and say, who, who, who's sending me? Who do you think you are? You ever got, you know, on the playground, somebody pushing you back and forth? Who do you think you are? Man, you tell them about your daddy, you tell them about everything else, how tough you are and everything else. God say, I am. I am what? I'm everything. Whew. That's powerful, isn't it? It's good that we have that understanding. Just like he told, told Moses back there, I am sent you. And I love this because he, he doesn't say, like I said, oh, well, maybe one day I'll be. Or, or, or maybe, uh, you know, uh, when I'm working my way towards this, I am. I want to drive that home with you today. And think about that so much. God is working all things together for the good. And I'll tell you what, when we turn around and when that devil tries to lie to you and say, well, you blew it again. Well, who, who do you think you are? I am a child of God. Well, you sure don't look like a child of God put on something like that. But you know what? The blood of Christ has purged me from my sin. How about you? The blood of Christ says, you know what? Reset. Anybody get that blue screen of death on their computer? What do you do? I call Tim. <laughs> I found out usually if I try to fix it, he's just like, well, please just call me next time. When I got in there and I was messing with it. But you know what? I go to somebody who knows what they're doing. How many know God knows what he's doing? Amen. He's not going, well, you know, I didn't, I mean, I didn't think about that buddy Chapman going to be there today. What are we going to do? God is in charge and he is working all things together for the good. I, I think when we speak that, you just want to say, well, devil, why don't you chew on that a little bit? That's who we are in Christ. That's who God is. Now, let's keep on moving. Everybody doing good so far? It's good to know who he is, but it's real good to know what he said too. Amen. Let's keep on rolling with this. This is so cool. And I thank Miss Tanya for all the behind the scenes and Tim and so many others here. But she usually takes what I, my chicken scratch and makes it look real pretty up here. And as I was praying, 
the Lord sent me to this scripture right here. And I talk about hiding his word in your heart. It says, I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Psalm 119.11. And as I was getting ready to print this thing out last night, I said, hey. There's one. 19.11. Isn't that cool? You didn't see it either. I didn't see it until I went to print it. And I just get tickled with those things. See, because when I pray, I tell the Lord, and this is the, many times, I say, Lord, this is my prayer. I said, Lord, you know I need a billboard. That's, our, that's my, the Lord's little joke. It's really not a joke. It's what I'm praying. I'm, I'm praying for my heart. He goes, you know, I, I need a billboard. And so, thank you, Lord. Look at that. Psalm says, I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. He purposed in his heart the power and the promises of God's word. Have you purposed that in your heart? Do you realize when you grab your Bible, man, that thing is a sword? Do you realize that that, that is life itself? It's a bestseller. <laughs> There's none like it. It's amazing. It, it, didn't, it wasn't just for a couple of weeks on, you know, the billboard thing. This is the book of life. God breathed that and, and, and worked through his people to hold the pen and through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Show them what to write down for you and me. But I want you to make it personal. So God did that for me. What else did he do for you? He sent his one and only son, didn't he? Let's take a look at this. John 3, 16, we know this by heart, many of us. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that everyone who believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Sometimes it's good to go back to the basics. See, sometimes people think the basics on, on anything is, is, well, that's just elementary. I want to tell you what, you better have a good foundation if you're going to build a house, amen? <laughs> you better really have a good foundation. I was thinking about Mr. Charlie and working on a few things as we're getting ready to, to have a celebration of life. And Mr. Charlie used to build a lot of things. Houses. Everybody, I think probably everybody in here has got something that him and Miss Georgia carved out. But you know what? I know for a fact that spending time with him that he has set the foundation of Jesus Christ in his life. That's why when we have a loved one to go home with the Lord and know that he knows that we know that they're going home with the Lord. We miss them here. But you know what? We also have an opportunity, and I preach on this many times, to leave a legacy. You don't start leaving a legacy on your deathbed. You start today, right now. And we leave a legacy by following what God has for us because God wants us to, to continue to grow people, right, in the kingdom of God and be useful in that. Amen? That's what I hope we are able to do here. Look at this. I said, don't let what God says grow cold in your heart. Anybody ever got a word from God and then you kind of just kind of, yeah, I remember God said something about that. You know, because the ways of the world start getting busy. Anybody busy? Anybody got a busy schedule? Oh, come on, raise your hand. I know everybody's got something going on. It's over here and over here and over here. That's tough. Now, you know what's even crazier? When you don't have a busy schedule, sometimes you get too much time on your hand, and you still fill it with something other than God. So I'm talking to everybody, right? It's, it's, it's one or the other. So we need to be diligent about not letting the word of God grow cold in our hearts. And I, I love this, man, when I reflect back on this. God starts this thing burning in my spirit, man, when I start looking through his word. It just draws me closer. And I know this because he's so faithful. We talked about the great I am. He's in control. He's worthy. He, he, we have God's word on the situation. Amen. 
We have God's word on that situation. No matter what's going on, he can remind us of his love. He can remind us of, of that we are not alone. And I love that because we have the great I am as our Heavenly Father when we put our faith and trust in our Lord Jesus. Amen. That's what we have today. Remember what he says. If you have a word that God has spoke to your heart, hold on to that. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about that on this next slide. All right. Everybody doing good? So we, we know who he is, right? And we need to remember what he says. How about reflecting on what he's done? That'll build your faith. Reflect on his favor. We need to calm our hearts and clear our schedules and remember what he has done. Let me tell you, that's a great thing to do each day. A lot of times we start our day like that. But sometimes it wouldn't hurt in the middle of our day if we repositioned our priorities and make sure that God is still at the top. Amen. Because we can drift off course. We've got to keep our eyes on the Lord. Amen. Now, I've mentioned this many times about recording things in a journal. I don't know if you guys have taken me up on that, but it, it was a blessing to you. I can promise you that. But you know what? When we journal stuff with God, we can reflect on all the things that he does. Man, it's just so good. It's such a faith builder to look, look back and take a little time and look at what God has done, what he's speaking to you. You know, I encourage you to date that when you do it, too. So you look back and just see how God's moving. So reflect on the answered prayer and go back and reread your recorded miracles along the way. Man, have you done that? I don't know if you have, but you can start today. I'm going to tell you right now that will build your faith. It will encourage you. You know, I was, I, I want to just jump in here. You know, time's going by. And every time I do a funeral, I think about my own life. How about you? I think about when I'm getting ready to speak. When somebody has given me the privilege to speak on their loved one's behalf, I take it very, very, very seriously. Anybody ever gone and seen me do a funeral? I have put many, many prayerful hours in that. Because they have entrusted me with the memory of their loved one. And God has entrusted us with the message of the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay? I always tell people when I sit down with the family, I say there's three things that the Lord told me when I preached funeral that, that I needed to do. Glorify God, honor the memory of our loved one, and point people to Jesus. That's the whole goal. So with that being said, every year I say I'm going to make a will. 52, I say I've not made a will. But I've told them what to do. You know, hey, here you go, this is this, this is this. Don't be sad. So my in-laws have done that as well. And grandma and granddaddy dot the I's, cross the T's, and all this. And my mother-in-law asked me one day, what would you like? I said, I'm good, grandma. I want you to be here a long time. And time went by, and I said, I know something I would like. She said, well, what would it be? I said, if nobody else says anything about this, this is what I would like. What? I said, can I have your Bible? <laughs> she said, sure. And any other thing like that. Because you know what? I know how much she prays for her family and that. I know she's written in that thing. I know that that right there is her life. I know that's important to her. So that's important to me. That's all. And I hope it's many, many, many years 
before I ever get that Bible. But I did tell her this. I said, if you want to write an extra prayer in there for your baby boy along the way, you can do that too. And we just laugh about that. But you know what? Don't get wrapped around the stuff. Get wrapped around the Savior. Get wrapped around his promises. Get wrapped around what God has done. Let's go here. A couple of examples. Anybody remember Joshua in the Jordan going into the promised land? I remember we did a study years ago, and it seemed like every time we turned around, this situation was coming up. And what happened was, God had told them, said, you go in there and you take that promised land. But they had to cut through the water, didn't they? Had to cut through a little bit of the, the Jordan River. It was, it was flowing pretty good. If you read the stories, and I won't get into all that, and you guys want to go back there and look into uh, Joshua 4, 4 through 7, some of these things here. But when they got across there, got to the other side, the Lord spoke through Joshua and says, I want you to take 12 men, and I want you to pick out 12 stones, and I want you to put a memorial over here. Amen? A memorial. We still do that nowadays for different things. But he wanted those folks to take that stone out that they came over on that dry land. So that generation and generation and child after child would remember what God has done. See, what we do, we put a bunch of junk in between us and what God's done instead of taking those stones. A lot of times we take stones and throw them, don't we? What happens if we took those stones and build upon what he's done? What would happen then? Man, can you imagine that? You ever go back, you know, I don't know about you guys. Many folks do this. I've seen them being in different houses and different things like that. You got the, where, when Junior was this big and Sally was this big and their birthday, y'all got that? You know? You can paint the house, but man, don't paint over that. Right? You know? Anybody else, you have a real something real nice, you know, you go in there and you're marking on the wall. You know, Denise's like, what are you doing? I said, ah, oh, that's good. You know? Look back. On our doorway, Thomas has one side, Jesse has the other. Your bro's about caught you, man. He's right there. You know? And I would look at the years when, when Thomas was this age and when, when Jesse was this age, and I would remember back what they were doing. You know, I remember the band camps. I remember this. I remember the, the karate tournaments. I remember all those things. I remember the first drum set. I remember eBay and everything we could find to get a new trumpet, you know? Reflecting back on that. And to see them grow. And to see them, and I, and I see them in church, you know? And to see them seeking after the Lord. It does my heart good. I don't tell you by no means that my family's got it all figured out, starting off with the dad. Okay? But we are striving, and we are seeking the Lord. And when we miss it, we're going to get back up and keep on going. But we look back at those marks. And just like those monuments that we were talking about with Joshua and the Jordan, what is it that, that you've set back? Maybe as a reminder of God's grace and God's mercy. Amen? You know what I got? I carry with me every day now? Peace. God's got it. Jesus saves. Pray for Arthur. It's not that I forget. But sometimes I'm working and I'm doing something. And I look down and I see that. And it's a reminder. Lift up your brother today. Lift up your family today. Reminds me God's got a bigger plan. But you know what? I can come alongside. Yeah. Those small things 
that would just keep your mind focused on the big things are amazing. It's the little things, you know? It's the little things sometimes that just just take us so much further and help us so much down the road. But I, I realize we can be very busy and, and very overwhelmed. But today, take a minute and refresh yourself in the things that God has done for you. You say, buddy, you don't know my past. This has been this and this and that and all this. I don't know your past. But I do know our God. And I believe if you seek the Lord and you look back even through some of the most terrible times in your life, you're still going to find some good that God did. Amen. Because if you're in a place where you can even do that, that's a good thing. If you're in a place right there that you can just receive that, that's amazing. I went to see Mr. Charlie uh, a day before he went home with the Lord. I felt so blessed because I, when I got there, he was actually pretty coherent. I have been very blessed with my, my, my times with Mr. Charlie, even though the, sometimes fans said we just left, he's been arrested. And sometimes it seems like I just missed the family. And in those last few visits, I've had the privilege for him to have a little bit of clarity. I've had the privilege for him to recognize me every time. That's awesome. I've had the privilege to hear this. And I, I told him, I said, I want to start adopting this in my life. Mr. Charlie, how you doing? Hey, buddy. Better than I deserve. Wow. Because he always knew what God had brought him through. He always knew that you know what? In our own rights, we don't deserve anything that God gives us. But he also knew about the grace of God. That's amazing. We would share all types of stories and, and I'm going to be sharing some of those. I pray that you know what? That we can come alongside of the family this week and encourage them. Because you know what? That's what the family does. And you know what? Put yourself in that situation. What is it that you need to think back on and say, you know what, wait a minute. God promised me that. God's word promises me this. God said he would do this. What is it that God's called us to do? Amen? Think about that. I said, remember what he's called us to do. What has God called you to do? Now, for some folks, we say, oh, I don't know, this, that, and everything else, whatever like that. How many people were here last week and watched that little clip we had? I want to ask you, did that impact your life any? Did that make you rethink a few things? Just ask him. Did it make you seek a little harder? Did it make you think a little more? It's like, you know what? God has called me to do something. Everybody that's here. Maybe it might look totally different than what Mike does or I do or, you know, anybody else does or anything. But there is something that God has called you to do. And I don't want any of us to ever get wrapped around a wheel and think it is a works-based gospel because it is not. Because we are saved and because we are loved, God has entrusted us with the best message ever given. Life. Jesus Christ crucified and raised again. That's the deal. You can say, well, I'm no preacher. Do you know about the death, burial, and resurrection? If you give your life to the Lord, you can tell somebody what he's done in your life. You can say, this is where I was, and this is where I am, and this is where I'm going. See? That's the good news. That's the good news. You ever think about this? You get one shot at this thing, this life. One shot. We don't know how long we're going to be here. Two weeks ago, I buried a man who was 91 years old. 
Within 24 hours, I buried somebody that was 22 years old. You just don't know. When I preach here, I'm always thinking, Lord, if this is my last service that I get to do, make it the best one. Make it powerful. Make it life transforming in somebody's heart. Man, make the difference. I'm not a check it off the box type preaching guy. It's way too beautiful to shortchange it. It's amazing. It's life changing. It brings us out of death to life. It brings healing. It brings forgiveness. It brings mercy. It brings rescue. Man, anybody ever been lost before? You know, maybe even as a kid or something like that, but then you were found, you were happy. Well, guess what? We were lost in sin, and we should be happy to know the Lord Jesus Christ who rescues us out of that. Amen? What has he called us to do? Seek the Lord. I know, I, I might not know exactly what God's called you to do or this and that and everything, but I tell you what he's called the church to do, to reflect his son. Amen? To reflect the Lord Jesus Christ well. To share that message. To build the kingdom. To preach and teach the word of God. Amen. And whether you preach it from a pulpit or you live it out your life or you do it in a classroom or you you, you do it in a workplace or the marketplace. Man. Be available. Are you available for God to use? I think that's the number one thing. If we are available, we might just be surprised. So think about this. Remembering will fuel your faith. Go back and share a little bit about what God's done. When I was talking to my friend that I hadn't seen in a while, it was not bragging. It was not being boastful. Like Paul says, the only thing I'm going to boast about is the Lord. I get amazed when I get to tell people what God has brought me through. How about you? Can you believe this? This is amazing. You know? And I'm just, and next thing you know, they're like, whoa, turn the volume down, you know? But I get excited knowing what God has brought me through. How about you? That's here now. You think I'm excited now? When you see me in heaven, you're going to be like, there he goes. There he goes. He's going up there. Go right. <laughs> wow, look out. Man, that's awesome. But I don't know about you guys. But I'm not going to wait to be excited then. I'm going to be excited today. I know that one phone call can change a lot of things in our life. One test result can change a lot of things in our life. Whatever it may be. But I'm going to tell you what. It will never change God. You hear what I'm saying? does not change. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So when your life feels like it's up and down and twisted and turbid, everything else, hold firm to the truth by remembering what God said. Remembering who he is. Remembering what he's done. And remembering what he has called us to do. Everybody doing good? Say amen. 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 Well, I want to pray for us here right now. And I ask you guys to listen with your hearts today. I pray that you guys listen online and everything else. Lord, we come to you knowing we need you. Lord, I thank you for a fresh start today. I thank you that we are forgiven through Christ. I thank you, Lord, that even though we missed the mark, you still love us with unconditional love. Father, I thank you that no matter how far we stray, 
Your arms are long and your heart is big. I pray that we turn back to you today. And I pray if anybody's here today or anybody's listening to this live stream now, or maybe it'll be weeks or months later, I pray they listen close right now and look into their heart. I ask this question everywhere I go, everybody I see just about. If you died today, do you know for sure you'd go to heaven? Many people say, I hope so. Many people say, I think so. Many people say they know so. And then when I ask them, well, why do you know? They do not give me a biblical answer. They say, well, I'm a nice guy. I'm a nice girl. We can do a lot of nice things and everything else, but it doesn't change that we were born into sin. The Bible says all of sin and fall short of the glory of God. But he also says this. He says when we confess with our, our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in our hearts that God raised Jesus from the dead, we will be saved. That's the whole death, burial, and resurrection. Not only did he die for your sin, he rose for the victory over sin. Amen? And you receive that by faith, by believing on that truth I just shared with you. Do you believe it today? Have you received it today? So if you're listening or you're sitting here or, or maybe watch us weeks down the line, today's your day. The Bible says, whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Will you put your faith, will you believe and receive what Jesus Christ has done on the cross? And if you have, tell somebody today. Let us celebrate. Remember what he has done. Amen. Give the Lord a hand clap. Well, at this time, I want to ask the, the team to come forward. Bobby and Mike are going to help me with this. And today, we're going to celebrate the Lord's Supper. I want to share a little bit about that. You guys come on.